Hello, beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. How are you doing? God bless you and God continue to strengthen you. Today we're going to affirm our position in God with these declarations. So you can repeat after me. Say, I am adopted by God. I bear his name. In Ephesians 1.5, God decided in advance to adopt me into his own family by bringing me to himself through Jesus Christ. He wanted to do this, and it gave him great pleasure. I am born again, not of man's will, but God's. You find that in John 1, 13. I no longer live in the old way of the earth kingdom. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I no longer live under the dictates and circumstances of this world. I cast out every darkness and belittling image of myself in Jesus' name. I am a new creation, revealing the wonder of my God into the kingdom of my assignment. I belong to the kingdom of God, and I live according to the dictates of his kingdom. The blood of Jesus qualifies me. I take over my rights in the blood of Jesus. I cover my children, my spouse, my sisters and brothers, my parents, my friends, my co-workers, and everyone God has given me in the blood of Jesus. I decree the works of the enemy will no longer prevail over me because I understand who I have become through the birth, death, and resurrected life of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for the beloved one listening right now. Thank you because you've drawn them by your spirit. They are no longer drawn by the earth kingdom. They are drawn by you. They belong to you. Lord, give them experiences of you, of your kingdom. Lord, let the reality of who they have become through Christ Jesus be ingrained in their everyday encounters. Let them expect your presence. Let them welcome angelic support. Let them understand that you are willing to interfere into the mundane life on the earth and bring about the supernatural, the beauty, and the light of the kingdom that they have become. That becomes their reality here on earth. Lord, let there be a constant overflow from your kingdom into their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Today we're going to read about a normal in your faith, continuing with the substance of the kingdom it belonged to. So we're going to read from Acts 12. About that time, King Herod began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. Then he imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four scores of four soldiers each. One man, Peter, 
was placed on the four squads each of four soldiers. That's 16 soldiers guarding one man. How many are guarding the others? <laughs> I mean, how much of a terror can Peter be? It's not like he got some taekwondo skills or he got some martial arts training. There was something about these people. They operated so much in the supernatural that Herod felt by having trained soldiers, four squads of them, skilled, everyone is alert, then Peter won't escape from their side. I, I promise you, they knew that Peter had supernatural powers. So they wanted to make sure that under no circumstance will he be free. I want you to pause for a second and think about that. Spiritually, the enemy is aware of how much power we have in God as you continue to embrace your faith. Because this is what Peter was doing. Peter was boldly proclaiming the word of the Lord. And he was triggering to the Jewish community. And they wanted people like Peter dead because here it says that when James was killed, they were very pleased and they were happy with King Agrippa. So Agrippa decided that I am going to get Peter too and get these people to love me. Okay, the things we do to police people which are against God, watch out for that desire to please man. Understand, you are that powerful that the enemy is so scared of you that he has assigned squads of demonic forces against you to keep you from understanding the power that lies deep within you. The enemy is scared that when you are free, it will do much damage to his kingdom. And he will not be able to stop the display of God's power that is going to flow through you. So if he keeps you under chains and he places demonic squads around you, as many as possible, that covers all the four corners of your life, then he can have you under a leash and his kingdom will no longer be threatened. Think about that. Think about the challenges you face. Think about the things that consume you and the ways in which you feel imprisoned. And begin to wonder. Begin to allow the Lord to walk with you through the process. Why is the enemy making sure that you are in this bondage? Why has this lingered for so long? Why are you placed on the lock? Is it that it is to stop the power of God that lies within you? Is it to stop you from fulfilling your destiny and doing the great things God has called you to do? After you think about that, think about how you can be set free from Herod Agrippa's grip and to escape his court of four each. Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. I want you to get a pen, grab your Bible, which I hope you are reading, and underline the phrase the church prayed very earnestly for him. Very earnestly. It's not, oh Lord, if you could make a way, let Peter just be free or make it easy so Peter doesn't die 
Sadly, no. The church, the people of God, they prayed earnestly for Paul. The church prayed very earnestly for him. It is showing you the intensity with which they prayed and that they gathered as a community and prayed for him to be delivered from the wicked plan of Agrippa against Peter from the stronghold that had been placed upon Peter as a body of Christ. We must pray earnestly. That is the power that trumps the enemy. It will permeate in the spirit and it goes beyond the grip of darkness and the chains and the demonic strongholds that are beloved friends and loved ones and family members have been placed under. It is earnest. It is fervent prayers. You don't do this sitting down. And now that you are fasting, I urge you, find yourself some space. Sit in your car. Find a great view. Go out on a walk. Take your prayer points. Take your heart before God. And just open your mouth and earnestly intercede for your loved one. See the venom of the enemy against your loved one thwarted. See that the enemy's wrath against your loved one does not prevail because they have a great call. They have a great destiny. You have a great call. You have a great destiny. And there's power when you pray earnestly. If you can get another person, if you get more people, all the better. Jesus said, my house will be called a house of prayer. It was not called a house of worship. It was not called a house of sermons. It was not called a house of dancing. Even though all of that should be greatly encouraged and done in the house of God. But he said a house of prayer because the relevance of prayer in the spirit realm to pull down the kingdom of darkness is a weapon. It is a powerful weapon. There is war in power when you come together to pray. And we'll see what happened there. So the night before Peter was placed on trial, and this is verse 6 of Acts 12 now. He was asleep. See, they were interceding for him. And Peter was asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Wait. So not only was he surrounded by four squads of four soldiers each, he also had like two personal soldiers sitting by him. He was in the middle These ones were in close contact, like skin to skin next to him. Besides that, he had chains around him. He was fastened with chains. I'm telling you, these people understood the power Peter had. They had heard stories of him disappearing and reappearing in places. And they were making sure that there was no way Peter could escape. If a fierce trial has come upon you and you don't understand what is happening, is because the enemy sees that you can escape whatever dungeon you've been placed in. And so he's making sure that you are oppressed on every side. 
you are fastened with chains of heaviness, chains of depression, chains of failure. He fastens all these chains around to make sure that you will not escape and become everything God has called you to be. They see the spirit and they know what they see. They see that bright star like the Magi, which were of heavenly sights. Spirit realm can see the star that you are. And if they can find a way to oppress you on every side so that you don't get a glimpse of sunlight, then they must have achieved their purpose. And that's why you need a group of people who will pray for you earnestly. Sometimes you pray and pray and you do not see breakthrough. Sometimes you're tired, like in this case, Peter was sleeping. While he was sleeping, the praying was going on. Stand and pray for your loved ones. Get one person to stand and agree with you and see the power of God released to break chains of the enemy out of them, to destroy demonic strongholds and those things that are closely around them, those soldiers on the side, which are like things in the bloodline, addictions, no matter how they try to break out of the cycle, it's just so close to them. There's a friend that comes by them. There's an influence of this darkness around them that is making it very hard for them to break free. It is so much in close contact that they are unable to be set free. That is where you come in. And if you are struggling like this, get one or two persons to pray for you. Send us a prayer request. Let us pray for you earnestly. There are people here who are willing to pray for you because they understand that our brotherhood is in Christ Jesus and it's not of the earth. And they understand that you need to be set free. Because for this cause the Son of Man came, that he may destroy all the works of darkness. You are a daughter of God. You are a son of God. And when there was bondage upon the daughter of Abraham, Jesus said, Ought not this daughter of Abraham be set free? And Jesus set him free from bondage. And the Pharisees weren't happy about it. Because they made an excuse that it was a Sunday, but those are the soldiers that stand around and make sure that you do not get delivered and make sure that you are not set free from years of bondage. They are right amongst you. The enemy is using voices and people around you to keep you in bondage. Oh, you can't amount to anything. Oh, this is how you've always been. Your grandparents were like that. Oh, you remind me of Aunt Margaret, who was so and so. All of those things are the soldiers, demonic forces placed in close proximity. And quite a number of them embedded even in your bloodline, even in your family, even at your workplace to make sure that you are on the chains and you do not understand that you are a great person, that you do not understand that you are a powerful person in the kingdom of God, and that when you understand your potential in God, you will do great exploits. Scripture says that they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. The exploits they do is not by sitting on the lock and chains. No, it is by being free. 
And he that the Son sets free is free indeed. And today I join faith with you that whatever has kept you in bondage, whatever demonic strongholds are surrounding you, oppressing you today, in Jesus' name, we break that stronghold off of you. I pray earnestly for you and I ask, Lord, release your son into freedom. Make a way, make a way supernaturally in Jesus' name. On this episode, you will find a link to Power With God Conference. I want you to be there. I don't want you to miss out on this incredible work of God transforming work of God in your life. This work of God will transform you and generations after you. We are not contending for a feel-good moment or a feel-good sermon. We are contending for the kingdom of God that was promised through Jesus. It is what we carry for our generation. And I see that you are part of this. And so I urge you in the spirit to register. Come join us on January the 21st to the 22nd and take hold of your inheritance. There's people coming from different parts of the nation. It's not too late for you. Be present. I look forward to seeing you. (laughs) Do have a pleasant day. I love you so much. And God loves you incredibly. Bye now.